Hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On our show this week, if the COVID pandemic has put a strain on your finances, Patrick Soika, founder of Rewards Canada, will join us in a few minutes to share some ideas on how you can use those travel rewards points to help you through this financial crunch. And a bit later on, since we're self-isolating and not traveling, we'll show you a way how you can take an African safari live from your own home for free with the folks from Safari Live. But to begin, the COVID-19 crisis has had a devastating effect on the travel industry, especially when it comes to cancellations, refunds, and future travel credits. In fact, it's leaving a lot of people up in the air on what to do if your vacation was cancelled or if you cancelled it yourself earlier on or whether you're getting a refund or a future travel credit. As I said, it's very confusing. So to help sort it out, we've invited our resident travel agent, Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions to join us. And he does that now. Hi, Ken. Hey, Randy. Hello, everyone. Hopefully everybody's uh, doing whatever they can to stay healthy and safe, and especially staying home if we can. Mm-hmm. Which is what you are doing. I am doing. Your I am at home. office is not open, but you are no. still working from home. We are actually 100% open for business, just doing it from different locations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it still still can be a busy time. And again, a lot of still uh, files that are, you know, active and uh, lots of changes, again, on a daily basis. I know some of the cruise lines and some of my clients now that we're traveling in May and June have actually had their tours uh, canceled. Yeah. And again, you know, the majority of the people are offering the future travel credits, which I think is a really, really good way to go because, I mean, you've already kind of spent that money and everything. And I know everybody's going to be going through some, you know, financial uh, situations in, in the months to come. But if you can hang off and hang on to that or whatever and then take that time that you worked so hard for to to get to. I know it's disappointing that we can't go right now, mm-hmm. uh, but look forward to going down the road and, and know that it's already all paid for. So you don't have to, you know, save up any money or do anything like that. But, yeah. Well, uh, and, and everyone's uh, situation is different, right? We're all, right. Uh, so we're not judging. I mean, uh, yeah, if you're in a cash crunch and you're uh, wanting a refund, uh, that can be a slow process these days, can't it? It can. It can. But uh, again, it always helps if you and we're going to say it out loud, purchase the travel insurance when you purchased your trip. That's uh, We're finding that's, uh, you know, the claims are actually uh, surprisingly being processed in a, in a, in a timely manner. Uh, I know I have uh, some clients that uh, submitted theirs about three and a half weeks ago, and uh, they just got an email that they're g- getting a check. So they're getting looked after. Again, you know, it's going to escalate, and they're going to become more and more and again. But mm-hmm. at least you have that... Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Randy? Help me out here. <laughs> the, the confidence that you're going to be looked at. Peace of mind, that, that, I think. That you're covered. Peace of mind. That's yes. what I was looking for. <laughs> that, that, you know, that you're going to be covered. And, and again, we're finding you know, a lot of clients were hadn't taken travel insurance, uh, relying on their credit card. And again, uh, they didn't bother to really check everything. And mm-hmm. uh, some of the reasons that they're canceling for are under scrutiny or, you know, they don't have the full amount on there uh, that they had hoped because they're, you know, the trip was maybe $2,500 and their uh, credit card insurance is only $1,500 each. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they're out of $1,000. And that's, you know, why we always say we're, we're here to help you 
whether you book with us or not. And, and we mean that sincerely in my office, and I know a lot of agents will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you find something you like online or anything like that or whatever, take the 10 minutes, give the travel agent a call, have a conversation. And without us at the end of the conversation, you know, we've given you a few tips and, and suggestions and things like that, and you can decide whether you want to book with us or you want to book it online. But again, as we're seeing those, you know, anybody who's been booking on an online situation, uh, it's it's a horror story. Yeah, the whole times are incredible. It, it, it is, and, and I just did a post uh, a couple of days ago. I've got a client that I've been working with since November of 2017. <laughs> Sounds like a long time ago, which it was, two and a half years ago. And he was scheduled to go to Obergammergau in Germany. The yes, they, once every they 10 bumped years. that to 2022 now, 20, I believe. 2022, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, because he booked with us, uh, we were able to get him rebooked. He's first on the list to secure his spot for pretty much as close as he can to the same dates that we're traveling in right now and everything. Mm-hmm. And they've actually given him a couple of bonuses for rebooking and things like that. So he's ahead of the game. And, and again, that's what we're about. We're working with the client. This is going to be a four and a half year single trip that we've worked with one client on. <laughs> Uh, well, and, we've been around for 21 years. And We're like well you, about the client. like you said, uh, things are changing rapidly, and as time goes by, uh, tour companies, airlines—they all look ahead. Like the, uh, you know, some of the cruise lines canceled to the end of May. So now, if you have a, a cruise in June, and then suddenly that gets canceled, so this is an ongoing process. That uh, as time goes by, if this doesn't slow down, then that that's not going to stop either, right? No, 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 exactly. And and that's why, uh, again, uh, you know, a travel agent, whether it's uh, us or anybody you booked with, and, and again, uh, I'm going to say this to the, to the listeners, even if you didn't book with us and you want some advice, reach out to us through our uh, Crofa Travel website and email, or even give our office a call. We'll try and get back to you and we'll try and give you, you know, some suggestions because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just changing on a daily basis. And, and a lot of times, uh, you know, it's it's best to not necessarily cancel right away until you see what's going to go on because the policies for what you have may change. So, you know, may be a benefit for you. I know we've done that with a couple of airfares for clients where mm-hmm. they're scheduled to travel. And again, they're just doing everything on a, all the suppliers are working on a date basis. So when you're traveling, so we've got some clients that are going to the, the end of May. So we're waiting to see what the policies are because they may be able to get a full refund, they may be able to get a credit, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know, like right now, the, some of the ones on Air Canada credits are good for two years. Yeah. Well, I'm sure within two years, you're probably going to be able to use that up. So <laughs> again, you know, you know, you can't get a refund without paying the penalties, but at least you can get a full credit if you plan on traveling. And again, that's where we have the conversation. It depends on your circumstances. And now a credit, it doesn't have to be that same trip, does it? It's just a dollar value. So you could it's go a on a different value. trip or something, or maybe you could use exactly. it for a couple of flights to different destinations, however way you want to use it, correct? Well, that's a good point. I'm going to have to check in that one. We'll talk about that next time. If you can use the credit, if you have to use it in full at the time or if it stays as a full credit. Hmm. That's a good question. Well, we'll save that for next week, right? Good one. I'm writing that one down. (laughs) i got to try and see if I can get it. I'll see if I can get through to somebody who can give me a that. That's the other challenge, too. (laughs) The other thing I didn't realize is there's still a lot of people on cruises. They're stuck there are some ships out in the ocean or wherever they are, and a lot of them are finding they can't dock anywhere now, and so they're trying to find a place to to disembark, which is getting more and more difficult. But there are some people that are still out there, aren't there? There are. There are, there are a handful of the cruises that are out there, and again, uh, 
Uh, I know the one I last one I saw, they were trying to get, uh, they were doing the uh, South American one. They rounded the uh, Cape down there, and they were trying to make their way back up and through the canal to try and get to Fort Lauderdale to uh, see if they could quarantine and then start unloading passengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, and there's still surprisingly a lot of Canadians that aren't home yet. Yeah. Despite all the warnings, despite everything. And again, it comes down to borders start closing, airlines start, to, you know, shutting down routes and everything. So, you know, it's it's one of those ones where, unfortunately, uh, a lot of people, you know, probably didn't take it as, as seriously as they should have. Well, hopefully in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about, uh, you know, booking trips and this all subsides and we can get back to somewhat normal circumstances. So uh, thanks, Ken. Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions. Appreciate it. Stay healthy, stay safe, everyone. Well, if the COVID-19 crisis has put a bit of a strain on your finances, perhaps using some of those saved-up travel rewards points will help you out. With some ideas on how to do that, we're joined now by Patrick Soika. He's the founder of Rewards Canada. The website is rewardscanada.ca. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Randy. Pleasure to be on your show again. Interesting article you have here, shifting your loyalty program strategy to help in these trying and tough financial times. What do you mean by shifting your loyalty program, though? Yeah, so, so it's not really like shifting a loyalty program from one to another, but your strategy within the reward programs that you use. Um, of course, you're a travel show, Rewards Canada, even though we cover all loyalty programs, our, our focus is heavily on travel. Mm-hmm. And so what we're talking about is shifting your focus from travel to cash or cash equivalents during the, these trying times, you know, with the whole coronavirus pandemic and everything that's going on. Uh, a lot of people aren't working. They're having to stay home. Uh, they, their income levels are dropping or have no income at all. So we kind of looked at how you can use uh, loyalty programs to supplement um, your income. Like you're not going to gain income, but you can use it to help mm-hmm. uh, conserve cash that you have by, by redeeming your points and miles for things outside of travel. Yeah, because uh, a lot of people may have some uh, points racked up thinking that they were going to use it for a flight somewhere, and that's uh, ideas out the door. Now, uh, there are other avenues that you can use those uh, reward uh, points, right? That's right. Uh, there's a lot of ways um, you can use, uh, like, a lot of proprietary credit card programs let you redeem points against charges you have on your credit card. And it really um, doesn't have to be travel. It can be any charges. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can redeem for, say, you go out and buy $50 of groceries or, as many of us are doing, like online delivery, all this stuff. As soon as that charge uh, appears on your account, you can go into your credit card account and a lot of them allow you to redeem points against that charge mm-hmm. um and you do you know the value of that is a little bit less than what you would get for travel Travel's always kind of been the highest value reward rewards that you can get out there but you know we live in a different world right now times have changed so if you are finding yourself struggling financially or you need to conserve cash throw value out the window you know mm-hmm. you need to you need to help yourself out right now you can always earn more points in the future for travel figure things out for travel in the future but you know in the next three to six months um if your cash flows are, are going to be uh hurting or you have no cash flow coming in definitely don't worry about what value you're getting for your loyalty points you know use it to help you budget yeah for sure now on this article you do have a warning about cash back credit cards what's that yeah, so there's, you know, cashback credit cards are 
are, are great. They've really expanded in the markets over the last few years. Um, but the, the issue with a lot of them is that they only award you your cash back once per year. So as I was just mentioning, like in three to six months or over the next three to six months, if you need cash in three weeks from now, it's possible from a cash back card, you won't get that. You mm-hmm. might have to wait till November. You might have to wait till January. Um, now, it's not true for all cards. There's a few out there in the market that do uh, allow you to redeem sooner. For example, uh, the Rogers uh, suite of credit cards uh, allow you to redeem once you get up to $20 of rewards. So so they have a kind of a limit there. Uh, there's some others that are, are monthly. It doesn't matter how much you've earned. They'll just cash it out to you monthly, and it's kind mm-hmm. of a statement credit. Mm-hmm. But that's where we go back to these other kind of cards. And these are more of the travel rewards cards that have the cashback options. So your American Express Cobalt card, RBC Avion, things like that. Those are the ones that let you redeem for statement credit at, at any time. Um, you know, the Amex ones are great because all you need is 1,000 points for a $7 credit. So, so it's a very low level where you can start redeeming. So that's something to take into account uh, is look at your cashback cards if you're, or if you're interested in grabbing a cashback card right now, see which ones re- let you um, redeem for the, that cashback rewards right away, like kind of keep it more liquid rather than having to wait a year to get that cash back. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Aeroplan, mostly because I have Aeroplan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't take a whole lot of points to get like a $100 or $50 uh, gift card or, or that, right? That's right. You know, you can redeem as little as 7,000 Aeroplan miles for a $50 Amazon, Amazon.ca gift card um, or 11500 for a $75 Visa prepaid gift card. So mm-hmm. that, that can be used anywhere. So uh, we talk about this in the article. We kind of look at the, those most liquid gift card options. A lot of these programs have so many different gift cards you can redeem for. But Aeroplan, you have MasterCard, you have Visa, you have Amazon, you have Costco. All the things that really matter right now, the things that you need. Uh, you can find from Aeroplan. And it's kind of the same with, with uh, Air Miles. So they're, they're a little bit different. We can discuss that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you want to, right now, if, if you're looking to make your point to miles more liquid, is shift your Air Miles um, option 100% to cash miles rather than Dream Miles. Dream Miles are for your travel and merchandise. And cash miles is where you can redeem just 95 reward miles right at the till. If you're at Sobeys, Safeway, uh, Shell, those type of places, um, you're getting $10 uh, off your bill every time you redeem 95 air miles. And you can redeem up to $750 a day if you have a lot of miles for your account. So that's something to take into account. Or you can redeem those cash miles for e-gift cards from a lot of their partners as well. So it's kind of the same, same option, but it's very very fluid cash options from mm-hmm. Air Miles. Uh, with Air Miles, though, I tried this. I did have the Air Miles, the Dream Miles, and tried to transfer them over to uh, Air Miles Cash, and they wouldn't let me. Have they changed that now? No, oh, no. So, oh, so yeah, I could, maybe I should clarify that. Your Dream Miles will always stay your Dream Miles, unfortunately. They, when they first launched Dream Miles and Cash Miles back in 2011, they allowed you for a little while to transfer miles, but then they stopped that. Um, so what I mean by, by setting your account, you can go in and there's a little slider. You can pick what percentage of the miles you're going to dream miles or what percent goes into cash miles. So mm-hmm. I'm saying set that slider at 100% cash and then any miles from, I that, think, point three, on. from that point on will go into your cash miles account. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but you can look at dream miles for 
merchandise. Yeah, you know, in the loyalty world, we say merchandise is the absolute worst redemption <laughs> in terms of value. But again, right now, um, times have changed. And I use the example: maybe your your toaster's on the fritz, and you're going to need a new toaster, and you don't want to go out and spend the cash on one. You can look at air miles to to redeem for some merchandise, perhaps as an emergency option. Mm -hmm. Now, getting back to just using uh, Aeroplan, for example, uh, is it better to have two, like if you have enough uh, miles, 23,000 miles, supposing I have enough for a $150 Visa prepaid card, would it be better to get two $75 ones or 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 $150 one, or does it really matter? I don't think it matters because they they work out to the same price. Um, I think getting one card is just easier to manage than two. Um, and then, but you can also decide if like, how much do you think you really need? If all you think you need to help you for a little while is only $75, then go with the lower amount, maybe get one $75 card and then wait a couple weeks and, and redeem for another one. If you do need more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I kind of mentioned that in the article as well. It's like, if you're sitting on a lot of aeroplane miles and you don't want to use them all up for gift cards, but you know, you need some, set a budget within the aeroplan as well. So if you have 200,000 miles in your account, say, you know what, I'm willing to use up to 80,000 for gift cards and I want mm-hmm. to keep 120 for future travel. And that's the other thing now too, is planning for future travel. If you are financially all right, where you don't need to be redeeming for gift cards or, or cash equivalents, you know, start planning your future travel. 12 months down the road, 18 months down the road, mm-hmm. what, what can we start using our aeroplan miles for? Because there's going to be a lot of availability for flights. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, how fast do these cards get delivered to you, though? How, what's the uh, process time take? Yeah, so, some are some are quick. I, I, from what I from what Aeroplan, Aeroplan told me, they're, they're pretty quick. Some are even e-gift cards. You get them, you know, right via email. You get them right away, especially with Air Miles. With Aeroplan, the the prepaid Visa Mastercards, I believe we're looking up to ten to fourteen days, if I recall correctly. I'd have to double check. It might be even a little bit longer now because more and more people are looking at redeeming for these cash equivalents. So um, if it's something that you know you need to do and want to do, I would recommend doing it sooner than later. Um, And as you and I were talking just before this interview, Mm -hmm. we were also seeing some programs stopping gift card redemptions. Now, we haven't seen it in Canada, but Best Western Rewards, which some Canadian uh, Canadian people are members of, and Southwest Rapid Rewards in the States, have cut off any redemptions for gift cards because they want to conserve cash. So then again, I kind of was thinking, well, right now, maybe you should redeem sooner than later just in case some of these other programs follow suit and realize, you know what, we need to conserve cash. We're going to cut off gift card redemptions. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Lots of great advice on here. Shifting your loyalty program strategy to help during these trying and tough financial times. You can find it on the Rewards Canada website, rewardscanada.ca. And Patrick Soika is the founder of Rewards Canada. Uh, Always a pleasure to chat, uh, Patrick. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Well, since we're self-isolating and not traveling, you can still get the experience of an African safari live right from your own home with the folks from Safari Live. And it's free, too. you got to like that. So to tell us how it works is Emily Wallington. She is the content director and co-founder of Wild Earth. The website is wildearth.tv. And Emily joins us now all the way from Johannesburg, South Africa. Hi, Emily. Hi. 
Tell me uh, about Wild Earth and how it uh, came about. My husband and I, um, I'm from the UK and my husband is South African and I moved out here in about 2005 and in 2006 we launched Wild Earth. Um, my husband had a business previously called Africam, which was basically the same thing but webcams, so live webcams across Africa so people could watch them and you know just enjoy the sights and sounds of waterholes mainly. Um, and obviously the technology in those days was not good enough to do live streaming, driving around in a vehicle. So he stuck to webcams and then um, when I met him, we launched Wild Earth, which is basically our mission was to transport people from their living rooms into nature and give and, and faithfully recreate what it feels like to go on safari. Cool. Well, I've never been on a safari, so this sounds really interesting. Um, you have a number of different things that you do on your website, but uh, Safari Live is the one that kind of caught my attention here. So how does that work? So it's, that, that's basically what it is. I'll tell you the story. Um, Wild Earth is the name of the company. Um, in 2006, we launched with um, a one vehicle driving around a game reserve called Juma Private Game Reserve in, uh, in South Africa in the Shabi Sands, which is bordering on the Greater Kruger National Park. And we drove around in one vehicle. It was still early days of technology. And we have a cameraman on the back um, filming as if you were the guest. So the eyes of the camera are the eyes of you. Um, so you can see the back of the head of the, of the guy driving you around. And it's completely live. And it was online. And basically anybody that wanted to could tune in and email um, questions in. So then the, the guide would answer you by name. So, you know, you might be in New York, you know, in your, in your home, and the guy would turn around and say, hi, Zoe from New York. You want to know why, you know, elephants have got trunks or whatever. And it very soon caught on because, you know, it was interactive content, which, you know, in those days was pretty unheard of. Most people would sit down and watch content and not interact with it. And this, this was really kind of, you know, you could be very involved. Uh -huh. um, and so we, we basically started off with one vehicle. And for many, many years, Wild Earth was Wild Earth. And we had one vehicle. We then added another vehicle. And we added a couple more locations. And then in 2014, National Geographic found us and decided that they wanted to broadcast us on their digital platforms and also on television. And we renamed ourselves at that point Safari Live, or they did. They wanted Safari Live. So Safari Live is really the National Geographic um, product. Wild Earth is the name of the company, and they're both the same thing, really, huh. to be honest with you. Interesting. So you're way ahead of your time when it comes to technology, it seems. Yes, well, my husband is very technical and very into cameras and stuff and always, you know, really just believes in, 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 in uh, sharing nature with the world. I think there's a huge amount of people out there that cannot get to nature, are stuck in their homes, whether they're disabled or sick or ill or just don't have the money to travel. And, and, and it's really important that they get to experience nature as well. Uh, so I'm, I am looking on your website, so it's wildearth.tv, uh, and you have a list of characters, and there's all kinds of different animals. Tell me about those. Well, um, so we, we, we had two locations. We've got, we, we're still currently broadcasting now from Juma Game Reserve in the Sabi Sands, but we had a camp in the Masai Mara for many years, um, between 2016 and 2019, um, where we also broadcast from. And between those two camps... There are many, many cats and hyena, but primarily cats, 
that we see every single day. And these cats, so lions, leopards, cheetah, are the three wild, big wild cats in Africa. They all have names and family <laughs> trees and babies. And we, because we've been following them at Juma, we've obviously been following them since 2007. We've seen generations and generations of these cats. And primarily in Juma, it's leopards. And there's one, there was one leopard called Karula, who was the queen of Juma, and she had 13 litters of cubs, and we basically followed pretty much all of them. And all of them grow up. Karula's now dead, and we followed all her cubs grow up, and some have disappeared, and some are still with us. And so, yeah, lots and lots of different characters, which I think is a reason why viewers come back every single day, because they want to see what's going on with their favorite characters, you know, birds, yeah. deaths, fights. That kind of thing. Yeah. So now give me some of the technical background. There is a video on here that kind of takes you behind the scenes, uh, how it all works. So uh, do you still have a camera on a vehicle or or stationary cameras? How is it all put put together? So, yes, it's very technical, and I don't delve into the technical department. I'm primarily content, but I can give you as much as I know, which is we have two vehicles in South Africa and two up to three vehicles in Kenya. Each vehicle is set up with a camera on the back on a tripod, a, a stabilized tripod. So the cameraman has a seat and a stabilized camera and there's no other seats on the vehicle and we have a driver and basically it's all hooked up to um, a microwave link, I think, that goes back to a, our final control. And in both locations, we have a final control. That's basically a room with a director that sits in there with screens on the wall and a TriCaster, which has lots of feeds coming in. So all the different vehicles have live feeds coming into that room. It's basically a studio. And the director switches between the feeds depending on what content is best where and speaks to the presenters in their earpieces. They've all got earpieces. Tells them they're going to switch over to what's going on with the other vehicles and, and questions that are coming in from from viewers around the world, teach them questions, and then it basically goes out via another link to the world. And don't ask me how that is. We have <laughs> well, you did a pretty good job of explaining the technical side of it. So how do people watch this? Do they, do they log in somewhere? And I, I notice you have a sunrise safari and a sunset safari. Yeah, so sunrise in Africa um, is, five, at the moment, 5.30 till 8.30. So we do a three-hour show in the morning, Central African time, 5.30 till 8.30. And we also do a three-hour show in the late afternoon. So at the moment, it's 3.30 p.m. till 6.30 p.m. Central African time. And that's because it's the best time for game viewing. So when it's not in the heat of the day, so the morning as the sun rises and the evening as the sun goes down, is when all the cats are out and they start hunting, when all the animals start stirring and going and looking for food, it's the best time to see them. Middle of the day, it's very hot, and they all sleep. Uh huh. And your website said it's, it's completely unscripted, unpredictable, so it is reality TV. It, I, I suppose there are times when there's nothing going on, and then suddenly it's, there's some exciting things going on, right? Yeah, well, I mean, the way of kind of resolving the nothing going on is to have a number of vehicles and maybe bushwalks out there because we also have a bushwalk. And that's basically it's a numbers game. So if we've got, we've done television shows for National Geographic and also for CCTV in China and also the South African broadcasting company here in South Africa. And obviously for television, you need to have quite a high-paced thing. And so we'll have up to five vehicles across two locations with somebody walking as well. And then there's always somebody who's, 
watch something doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, you never had all six speeds with nothing. So, you know, one might have a leopard who's just sleeping, the other might have a hunting lion, and there might be some, you know, beautiful scenes or perhaps some smaller things like dung beetles and butterflies. Yeah. But there's always something interesting to see. Very interesting. Now, where do I, where can I watch this now? Do I log into your site or is there something I have yeah, to do from my yeah. end? At the moment, the best, yeah, the best place to watch it at the moment is wildearth.tv. So, uh, and forward slash safari live, basically. So, wildearth.tv is our website and you'll see a number of different pages on there, all our different programs. We do a kids program and we do expeditions and various other things, but Safari Live, if you go wildearth.tv forward slash Safari Live, or one word, you'll come up with a page and there will be a live window right there. If you click on that, press play, it will either be live, and if it's not live, it will tell you how long it is going to be until it's live. And you can go back and watch some of these. Are these recorded, or once it's done, it's done? No, they are. So we have a YouTube channel called Wild Earth, if you search Wild Earth on YouTube, um, and basically you will um, go there and, and under playlists you'll see recent safaris, and we have every single safari recorded all the way back, I don't know, a couple of years, and the rest are all in a cloud somewhere, but we've got every single safari we've ever done since 2007. It sounds like uh, so yeah. much fun. It's uh, like, again, Wild Earth tv slash safari live and emily wallington is the content director and co-founder of wild earth it was so much fun chatting with you emily thank you thank you very much and that is this week's informed traveler podcast i want to thank you for listening if you like what you hear take a minute rate the show leave us a review and tell a friend about the podcast and if you want to drop me a line my email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.